Grant County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that lived them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Hey, welcome back. We are excited to be back on Where We Landed. I am Scott Miller, owner of Bowman Construction, and I am one of our hosts today. Joining me as host today are Alicia Hazelwood with Hello. United Way <laughs> and Kylie Jackson with the Chamber of Commerce. Hey, everybody. Before we hop in today's guest, um, I do um, want to check in with you two. Um, we are going to do a dog welfare check. So how are the pups? So Petey, Benny, and Lola are, were all alive this morning when I left. <laughs> I'm uh, like... We're hoping that'll be the case when we get back home. So Benny, uh, we've done some, some age checking. We think he might be 28 or 29 years old. So we're not sure. We, we adopted him and they told us he was like six or seven at the time. And that's been 20 years. He's so. a little geriatric. <laughs> so we're hoping Benny's still ticking when we get back. All right, Alicia. So, Zeus and Thatcher. I have Boston Terrier Zeus, who's 11, and Thatcher is a 100-pound lab that is 7. They were, like Scott's, uh, both alive when I left this morning at 7. Um, but, yeah, I love my fur babies, and Thatcher sheds like crazy. So, um, they're doing good. Unlike you, Kylie, I don't have a camera to keep an eye on my dog during the day. So how's your pup baby doing? Well, and before you get into it, I think somebody has said your dog has a face that only a mother could love. Is that correct? That is what I, I service, don't know. A service professional him. said that. I that is not him. a way to keep a customer. No, I not think it's all. a beautiful dog. <laughs> he is a beautiful dog. He is. He knows it. He turned 14 recently, so um, we're reaching those senior years. But his name? His name is Chauncey. Everybody already knows. Chauncey Billups? Detroit Pistons? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Named after uh, Chauncey Hill, the neighborhood in West Lafayette, where I went to college. Um, fun fact. He's good. Um, I've only looked at him on the camera a couple times today while we've uh, been, here hanging, been here hanging out. So uh, hopefully he'll be kicking i do have a cat we always do dog check-ins but um i feel like my cat kind of gets left out nobody cares about and what's your cat's name cat is lucy okay That's yeah good. yeah so okay right. and now yeah and now our guest yeah so i am super excited and will pre-apologize if we get to cackling and laughing because i've already started to cry laughing so hard um i adore this woman i actually met her through Corey powell he asked uh, Abby Wilkinson to serve on the United Way of Grant County's uh, Community Investment Committee a few years ago. And her passion and love and joy for everything in her life and this community just flows so freely from her. And she inspires me. She's an entrepreneur, a mother, a wife, um, probably one of the most authentic women that I know. And I just love following her. She's uh, as we informed Scott, she's an entrepreneur, <laughs> she has a business, there's no physical location. I know True. it's hard to kind of grab a hold of, Yet. but she is all online. Yet. I'm looking for a construction company yeah. to build Perfect. me. Oh, <laughs> so I, I rolled it over to Abby Wilkinson. Yeah, so tell us how you landed here in Grant County. 
Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, I landed here nine years ago when we had a son who was three months premature. He spent 67 days in the NICU. And at that point, my parents had already moved back home to Indiana because we're originally from Indiana, but not Marion. And after having our son, we decided we wanted to be near family. So we left a place that we loved, like literal perfection, to come to Marion. And it's the best choice we could have ever made for our family. We love it here so much, which I'm sure we'll talk a ton about, but we love it here. Yeah, so um, as somebody who is somewhat new to the county myself, um, what are the things when you have friends, guests, people from out of town, what do you take them to do here in Grant County? What are the things that you'd say, and these are can't miss things to do in this area? Hmm, that's a great question. What isn't there to miss? We have <laughs> so many things. So actually, it was funny when where we moved from was what much more metropolitan. And so in moving here, the connotation was kind of like, oh, there's nothing here. And when we had friends visit, they were like, you have everything. And so it's been a fun mental shift um, for myself and I think lots of people. But we go to the park a lot. I'm sure lots of people will mention the park. The park's fabulous. We have a lot of really just great local events, a lot of concerts. My father-in-law loves music, and so we always try to hit any live music when he's around. There's a lot of great restaurants we go to. What other local things? While you're pondering that, mm-hmm. so what you just said sparked a question that we have not asked anybody. This is a first time question. Oh boy. First <laughs> so concert much ever. So for you, first concert you ever went <laughs> to. Wow. That's going to be good. I can feel it. I'm not going to count like Christian concerts because I grew up going to like all the festivals, but like my first real concert was Janet Jackson. Yeah! My like senior year of high school, freshman year of college, Miss Jackson if you're nasty. Yes! <laughs> that whole tour. It was insane. At Rep Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. Would this have been her pre-Super Bowl or post-Super Bowl? Pre-Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. was your guys' first concert? Yeah, we were talking about this. <laughs> this is going to be I'll go so you can thank you. think a little bit and remember that. you got to run it back a whole time. Um, and Kylie's will be even more recent than mine. But mine was at the Pepsi Coliseum in Fort Wayne, Halloween night, smashing pumpkins and garbage. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. It was Didn't see that insane. We slept epic. in the van that night because it was too late to drive home. Wow. <laughs> so I grew up in a pretty conservative uh, Christian background. So I went to a college called Cedarville University. Which hey, is a I went like, to Asbury, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like Cedarville. Yeah. And in Anna Westland. Yeah. And, and so didn't do a lot of concerts that were uh, non-Christian concerts as mm-hmm. you talked about. And so my first year out, I worked for a public accounting firm and I was on a site down in Cincinnati and they told us, hey, we're having this big concert. It was a grocery store chain called Thriftway. Anyway, they hosted a, a, a concert, and it was Neil Sadaka. 
So I don't know how I, I, I walked in thinking, oh man, it's gonna be a really what? cool concert. And I, for any of you Neil Sedaka fans out there, I'm sure it was a really good concert. But uh, but that was my first official concert outside of, of uh, Christian concerts. So anyway, that's pretty exciting. How about you, Kylie? Um, I think mine. I went to a Jimmy Buffett concert with my parents when I was like in elementary school because like the babysitter canceled or something. Mm. Uh, but my first concert by choice was Backstreet Boys Millennium Tour. Wow. At Marcus Square Arena. And I mean, not to get off the track here, but no, let's we're, do we're it. Well I love it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So let's keep going. <laughs> it's kind of like. Uh, so the uh, the band that you tend to follow the most now, because I've actually been, to, I had front row seats at one of their concerts four or five years ago, is the Avett Brothers. And you like the Avett Brothers? I do. I've seen them like fifty times. I love. The She's girlfriend. like just under a groupie. So Scott was front row, and he caught a pick. guitar pick. No, and he gave it to way. me. That's yeah, that yeah. was the first time I was. They like, are a great we're, concert. We're best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> So, he didn't know who they were when he was there. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Did you enjoy the concert though? Really good. Yeah. My okay. my first time going to them, I didn't know them either. My husband and then our friends were super into it, and I was. I mean, I'm always up for anything, so I was like, "Yeah, it'll be great," and I loved it. Yeah. They just are a real fun vibe. Kylie's turned me on to their music, and I've listened to a lot of it. You've been yeah. to Colorado though to see. I've been to Mexico, Mexico Colorado, what? the Carolinas. That's why I said she's just under a groupie. Aren't I kind of feel like to that's a groupie. I've actually had their their dad has played at my parents' farm. Really? Twice. Yeah. So, so it's, I'm really glad this has turned into an Avett Brothers yeah. and <laughs> podcast. All right. So moving on. And off bring it back around. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving that parking lot. <laughs> but the next day, because we had to sleep in the van. <laughs> we were, yeah, we were too mean, tired, so we had to camp out there a minute. We did. So we're going to give you a chance for okay. what we're going to call a shameless plug here. So oh. you've talked about being an entrepreneur, which I think means like being a business person or something. Is that right? <laughs> so, so, sure. So, so but... Maybe a shameless plug about what you're doing for a career right now and how if somebody listening today wanted to help you, sure. how they would do that. So I always introduce myself when people ask, what do you do? I say, I'm a small business owner. And my sons heard me say that one time and they yelled, you're not a small business owner. You're a big business owner. <laughs> and so I now giggle at that like entrepreneur, small business owner. Anyways, that's a total aside. The point being, I own a business. It is called Abby Chic, like shabby chic, minus the sh, which is a home interior aesthetic. So Get it. Get I started it six years ago when, again, we had a sick child. It was just a difficult stage. We had moved here, lived here a year, and I went into work and I loved my job, but I worked in Huntington and I left there crying every day. And then I left here crying every morning because it was just miserable. I was leaving a sick kid. We couldn't balance it all. And so I just told my boss, I'm really sorry, I can't do this. And he was like, maybe you could just work from home then. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I started working from home. And in that time, Heather Roth, who is a local Marion woman, was like, why don't you sell the things you make? And I was like, girlfriend who's gonna buy the stuff that I make she was like lots of people sell the stuff that you make so that's how Abby Chic was born and I randomly then 
signed up for the open air market in front of what is now Slingshot. I had to think for a minute there. Mm -hmm. And did that for a year. And so then transitioned because my very wise husband said, don't go online until you've done it a year and you know what you're doing. So I waited a year, launched online five years ago, and now have pivoted. I mean, I still have an online shop, uh, but now I'm pushing more towards subscription boxes so that it gets more product in people's hands for less money. They get the benefit of more product at less cost, and I get the benefit of knowing I have X number of orders to fulfill every quarter. And so that's been a really big change for me, which has been really awesome actually it's helped push work and concentrated efforts sometimes when people ask me what i do i say i do what i want because <laughs> i'm a little all over the place so i do sugar cookies for events which um, my boys absolutely love we thank had you. sugar cookies and they were like well these aren't abby's That's and i'm nice. like no thank you're you. wrong you're right they're not abby's and so i have been grounded i can look like <laughs> abby sugar cookies now so i did I, I do them for family service society so i can do like company branding i'm doing a big order for a large church here in town next month um so i do cookies I started with wooden signs, so my catchphrase is kind of sawdust and sugar, because I work with both. And then now it's primarily with the subscription boxes, apparel, and hand-lettered everything. So stickers, pins, shirts, maybe hats, um, maybe a fanny pack someday. Who knows? Ooh. You know, we're just hand-lettering all the things. And then um, letters and prints, so 8x10s down to 5x7s, but then like cards you can mail people. All the things. Awesome. Abbychic.com. Abbychic.com. Mm -hmm. And they find you? on Instagram, which is where I like to live because it's my favorite, tends to be the most joyful, which is what I like, uh, is Mrs. Abby Sheik. M-R-S-A-B-B-Y-C-H-I-C. And the same on Facebook. I think it's just Abby Sheik. I should know because I'm a professional, but I don't. <laughs> I'm going to be looking it up. So I, I'm, I'm excited. Your wife, your wife will cookies. love it. Yeah, well, she will. You might and, like the sugar cookies, yeah, though. Absolutely. Sugar cookies are amazing. Thank yeah. you. So morning person, night owl. What, what's hmm. your uh, what's your sweet spot? You know, I really want to say I'm a morning person because that feels like the adult answer. But I really like staying up late. That's way more fun to me. Yeah. And but I wake up like this, and I, I wake up happy. Just Are your kiddos morning people or not? Yes. Yeah, so my youngest wakes up every day. I'm lucky if I get him to sleep till 6. And he wakes up like the most joyful little human being you've ever seen. <laughs> and then my 11-year-old wakes up by 7 every day without help and is pretty set to go. Yeah. Um, although today's the first day that we've met face to face. Yes. We're now best friends. We, well, close. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, uh, you, you do seem like a fairly friendly person. Thanks. Um, that might have friends. I and do. So, I have um, a few, I hope. <laughs> Maybe how, not after this. Yeah, after nine years in Grant County, how do you? How have you found the best way to make friends in Grant County? Is there anything that, as you kind of came here, that you found, hey, this is a great way to make friends? Yeah, so I think making adult friends is really hard. And I think we 
like to believe that after you're done with middle school, it's so much easier. <laughs> but the reality is adult friendships can be even more difficult in that there are sometimes extra relationships involved. So I myself am married, which means that my husband is a part of my life. Uh, and if I choose to be in a relationship with other people who are married, their spouses are also a part of the equation. So that plays into it a lot. So to make a really long story short, we, we moved here nine years ago. The first year here was awful simply because I didn't have friends. I worked 30 minutes away. I would leave every morning, go to work, come home to my house. And my husband worked here in town. And so when he went places, we went to church every Sunday. He was, you know, oh, hey, Aaron, how's it going? Oh, hi. And I was just this walking shadow. Nobody knew me. Nobody really acknowledged me. It was like the worst year of my life um, until we started going to a Sunday school class, which someone graciously invited me to. And then from that invited me to be a part of a small group. But even then, I don't think that's not when the work's done. Like, sure, I can spend time with 12 people, but I might not actually really enjoy those 12 people or they might not actually enjoy me because of my personality is rather large. And so it took a long time to really find my friends. So nine years in, I would say I have three people that are like my closest friends. One very best friend who gets my very best and my very worst. We have not missed but four weeks getting coffee together on each other's porch since COVID started. Um, so I would say the work of finding friends is the same anywhere. I don't think that Grant County's special or set apart in that way, but it requires the hard work of one, figuring out who you are and who your people are going to be. And then two, like really leaning into those relationships and, I went to breakfast with Alicia actually, and I was telling her like, I really like you. We clearly get on really well. The same is true with Kylie, but they already have their people and I already have mine and I respect that. And so it makes my relationship with them even better because I know like I can enter into this relationship and there's no expectation of me. Uh, so I'm like, I wish everyone could find their people and like, really love them well because there's no perfect people just like there's no perfect marriage but if you can find your good people who you connect with and say i'm gonna like ride this out with you <laughs> to the end um it's so life-giving because there's a depth that i have developed in myself knowing that people actually know me for who i am versus what i like to present to the world yeah. I am this fun, but I'm all, <laughs> She is also, legit this fun. I'm also, also not just this one all the time. Sometimes. So, um, so church for me was the big. Yeah, you get those highs and lows, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're just that fun, but also when it's that high fun, it's that yes. dark sometimes. Yes, so, for sure. Yeah. So, um, Abby, I just sent you a message the other day on my desk at my office. Yeah. There is a, a wood... Um, String, String art. art there you go. I had bought from you when you were at the open air market. Six so years ago. We didn't know each other. Mm -hmm. I just bought it from you. And then I think it had your business card taped on the back. So I started following you on Instagram probably back then. Wow. And so like we didn't really become friends until the last couple of years. Three years. Are we three yeah. years in? Yeah. So there was a long, a long period where I just 
watched your Instagram stories and knew you lived around here, but Mm -hmm. we weren't really friends. And then I was at a market. So my parents have a a market with like honey and all those kinds of things that they sell in, in their booth. And I was like, there's Abby over there. Follow her on Instagram. <laughs> and and I, don't, I can't remember if I went over and we met that day or maybe what I market was it? It was actually here in the Boston Hill Center. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was a Christmas market, uh-huh. I think, a couple years ago. Anyway, that was a, a long way around to say that. Like, I watched your the life that you presented hmm. on Instagram for a lot of years before we actually knew each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that. Um, I've been interested to hear about on the podcast so far. Um, and so watching your kids' lives, you, I mean, you're very good about kind of letting them decide when, when you show them and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good stuff. But like, what, like they have a great childhood, mm-hmm. like the things that you guys, you know, do for them and do with them. Um, it's just really cool. So one Thanks. question that I really enjoyed asking on the podcast is what's your favorite childhood memory oh, wow. um, growing up? That's a great one. Man. My favorite childhood memory. And that's one you can't go back to your husband's like, pick the last thing you did. I know. Because, you I'm know, that's not really. Oh, childhood. yeah. I forgot you don't like favorites. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life. As, as you're thinking, I can say that Kylie is like the legit fangirl to you, too. Because I can remember. I told Alicia about it. Kylie had talked about Abby for I don't know how long. Okay, you're making it weird. <laughs> <laughs> totally no, not it weird. Was, you know, she's like, look at she just did. And there were like these balloons. And I'm like, she's so creative. That is so cool. And then I walked over to your office and I said, hey, guess what? Abby's going to be on our community investment committee. I was committee. so excited. And she was so excited. That, yeah. And that's when we girl. started becoming friends. Because yeah. I remember yeah. I had met you before, but then in that meeting. Yeah. So what's that childhood thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, tried to give, I tried to help you out. So friend. not a I favorite. Really what's the last childhood? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Your most recent childhood yeah. memory. No. So my favorite childhood memory is actually kind of a love hate so my dad oh god love him his family grew up cutting down christmas trees and they had to like go somewhere to cut down christmas trees and it was like christmas vacation an event right and so he instilled that in us and i literally hated it so we couldn't go 30 minutes away it had to be like we like drove even if there were seven tree farms we passed on the way um So, but I grew to just absolutely love that. And so now we actually don't use a live tree, but environmentally wise, I might switch. I don't know, but I've kept my faux trees for a really long time and I probably never throw them away because they don't (laughs) decompose. But anyways, that's a totally different podcast. Um, We don't do live trees, but we go with my parents every year to get a live tree with my boys and they think it is the greatest thing ever and my dad gets a big bus for us all to ride in together (laughs) so we don't even like drive separate we have to be together (laughs) in a vehicle and so my dad my mom my brother his wife my husband and our two kids all go do that every weekend after Thanksgiving or the weekend of Thanksgiving. And we have a local tree farm here that we love to go to. So do you strap do you strap the tree on top of the bus? Well, we used to drive two cars, but now that we take a bus, it actually goes in the bus with us. <laughs> <laughs> so we're those people. 
and my brother gets a tree so we have two christmas, two trees, christmas and trees and i always buy wreaths and then garlands so we are like <laughs> looking down, looking a it. mess in our little bus <laughs> that's great so yeah <laughs> Community Foundation of Grant County is so pleased to sponsor the first 12 episodes of Where We Landed. The mission of the Community Foundation of Grant County is to connect people, resources, and causes to promote sustainable impact towards the betterment of Grant County. We are pleased to record these amazing stories from our community. Um, restaurant recommendations here. Do you eat out? And if so, do you have favorite places that you we do eat these out. Are, these are some of our favorite dining spots. Los Amores is always the top of my list. It is the best. And I have to tell you that the veggie tacos are where it is at. I'm a recent convert, but they are dang good. They're a huge mess. I've been told to switch to the burrito because it's more contained. That's what you I did today that? for lunch. I learned it yesterday. So I will be switching to the veggie burrito at Los. Uh, my husband eats at Culver's all the time has cholesterol <laughs> he needs the veggie burrito <laughs> <laughs> uh, my children have recently discovered Jay's tie and they love it um, other than that we pretty well eat at home but we like to eat out a lot too and then what do you do for fun Abby so what's you know see you've got my whole life is fun I'm sure <laughs> 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 And so if you were to share that fun with other people, yes. how would you best share that fun life? So actually gathering people is one of my very favorite things to do. And tonight I'm having a women's book club at my house. And so for me, fun is just spending time with people. I don't care how it is that we're doing that. Um, I'm very involved in my local church and so do a lot of group activities with them. I'm getting more involved locally with different organizations. And so anytime I worked actually with Iris earlier this week for a fundraiser for them. So I spent the day doing flowers and centerpieces and delivering things like just being with people is fun to me. But the book club, having people in our home, we're hosting another group prior to the book club. <laughs> so we tend to just stay pretty you double booked your house tonight. A hundred percent. And <laughs> my husband's thrilled. Um, and I have a cookie order I have to get done this afternoon before those two come. Anyways. Um, so the book club, though, just came as an idea because I think we like to hang out with people. But often people don't want to host things because they think their house needs to look a certain way. And I am also that person. But I like people more than I care about what their opinions of my house are so we just get together anyway so the september book club which is going to be really fun and anyone is invited if you're listening abby so sheep dot com we're gonna move it to <laughs> no but the september book club is going to be so cool because you don't have to buy a book or, spoiler alert spoiler alert don't listen if you don't want to know um <laughs> We're going to do, it's, I call it the unorganized book club because I'm not a very organized person. I'm a like doer, not so much a like detail oh, yeah. person. Yeah. So it's the unorganized book club and we're going to do just bring a book of your choice. So if you like have a historical fiction book or you have a nonfiction book about brain matter, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
what, what's tonight's book? Tonight's book is called Here Now. And let me ask you before before we keep going. So I know that there are some book clubs that are more wine sharing places than they are sure. book clubs. Is this a true book club or is this more of a another? I would say it is a true. I mean, so we've had one. Kylie was at the last one, as was Iris. Alicia hopefully can make it eventually. Uh, but yeah, we broke into small groups and we talked about the book. There was wine and water <laughs> and cake by a local cake maker. And it beautiful. And it was fun. Um but then it's also what I was finding specifically at that one was people just want to spend time together and we don't often make a lot of time for that. And so when we're then actually together, we're like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to stop this conversation. So it was a lot of hangout time in addition to talking about the book. And, and tonight is Here and Now. Here and Now by Kate Merrick. And it's about being present in the stage of life you're in, which actually is really very pertinent to this podcast, like being present in the life that you're living and not on social media, dreaming about something else that isn't yours, but being fully engaged in what your life is and making it the best it can be. So if you're thinking, so here and now, yep. now let's go 10 years out, so which is totally against the here and now concept. But okay. if you were to think about 10 years out, let's where do you'd it. like to be. Or where you see yourself in 10 years. Sure. What does that look like? Um, so I actually had a life coach from here in Marion. And they asked me this question. And it would have been probably four years ago that she asked me this. And I told her that I was standing on my porch with a cup of coffee. The house that I live in currently, it will be landscaped at that point because it's really bad right now. <laughs> so I'll have a beautifully landscaped yard here in Marion in the house I live in. And I even told her exactly what outfit I was wearing. Like I like knew that I would be here in Marion, living my best life, doing what I'm doing now, gathering people and spending time so that's really just six years from now, since you're four years yeah, ago. Yeah, right. You were making this. But we can say ten no years pressure. from now too. I still, <laughs> I still every year, I still every year. That's where I'll be <laughs> on my porch, yes. wishing for beautiful in a white V-neck, boyfriend jeans, holes in the knees, rolled up. That's what. That's exactly a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. <laughs> that's exactly what my life will be. Hopefully, Lord um, willing. Anyways, do you have any? Do you watch TV at all? Or, I do. Or, and so any shows that you're watching right now that you'd say, boy, these are some things that I would say this is good enough that I'd recommend it to somebody else. Yeah, so I'm pretty multifaceted in my TV consumption. So I, oh, man, there's so many good ones. I told my husband I was going to share this one. He's like, they're going to be like what are you talking about um malice at the palace oh yeah <laughs> scott's a basketball coach yeah you are yeah yes. okay well i've heard this is great have you seen it already? i have and i literally <laughs> sobbed through the whole, whole, whole thing that's such yeah. a strange reaction My, <laughs> i've heard it's really good my husband was literally like what is wrong with you 
do I need to turn this off? I was like, no, I'm fine. It's I'll so get good. it together. And so I like stopped crying and then I just hid behind a blanket <laughs> so he couldn't tell that I was still crying. But and the blanket was probably shaking. I don't know. This was the 2004 Indiana Pacers mm-hmm. against the brawl at the, in Detroit. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. What is it about that, that was had you so affected emotionally? I think the racial underscores really bothered me. It made me so sad to see people treated poorly. And I literally just kept saying out loud, this is so sad. I'm just so sad. So it was very, I I think, and everyone should watch it because it is just really enlightening in terms of a, a moment that defines someone. But there's so much more than that yeah, one moment that defines somebody. Um, I mean, Meta World Peace was on Dancing with the Stars, which everyone should watch Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> it's the happiest show on television. Um, and yeah, he's obviously one of the people who was a part of the brawl. And yeah, I just think it's really sad when people are limited to one moment when they're bigger than that. So Malice at the Palace. (laughs) Caught you off guard, didn't I? You didn't didn't expect that that out of me, huh? No. Um, And then the other show that I cannot get enough of is... I totally just made the name (laughs) We had someone that we've done... (laughs) That we've done a podcast with and we were like, what are you reading? And she's like, I have this really great book. And it was orange and it had birds on it. <laughs> I got it for my grandma because I thought she'd really like to read it. Update on that. For anyone that listened to Michelle Doyle's episode, Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, it's so good. She was yeah. trying to tell us about it. It is so she, good. She could, so you are, it's fine. Okay. Well, actually, now that I'm spacing, there are two. So The Crown was... Oh, I love The Crown. Everyone should watch that. Oh. And then... The Chosen, which is a streaming show, but my husband and I go to the app and watch it. There's sometimes episodes on YouTube, but I cannot get enough of that show. Um, If you're a Christian or if you're not, it's just so powerful to see the story of Jesus played out. And I feel like, man, the disciples, I mean, I cry through all those episodes too, but like when I watch the disciples mirror myself and I can think about that they were real humans who got to experience this incredible thing. It's so good. It's so, so good. Everyone I'm should watch that show. I'm a little worried about the crown, the crown this season, though. Are you? Because they're changing the actress and the actor that play Elizabeth and Philip are going to be different this season. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm a little interested to see how that goes. I love it. There's another, this is a total blind side. It's not on Netflix anymore, I don't think, but it's a show called Heart of Dixie. And it is so good. There's music. It's fun. It's a real good one. It was filmed on the same um, set as the Gilmore Girls, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so that's a side Drop note. Drop a knowledge, right? Yeah, that's also That'd a great show. That'd be good for your quizzes, you know, so you can win against Gene yeah, with the, the Jeopardy. Jeopardy questions. Mm. Um, go-to coffee order. So in the morning, are you a coffee person? I am. And so what's your go-to coffee order? So- At my house, I only brew Midwest beans here in town. Will not have anything else in, in on my property. Um, <laughs> so at home... I like to drink it black, but really I put creamer in it. So I like the <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. I 
idea of drinking black coffee. I am capable of being in an early rising adult who drinks black coffee, but is it my best life? No. And as we've learned, you're all about living the best life. I stay up late and I put creamer in my coffee. So I love the, um, like, Simply Nature. What's the, like, no crazy chemicals one, but it's just sweet cream. It's just sweet cream. Yeah. Sweet cream in my Midwest Mocha Java coffee. That's what I make at home. And then if I'm going out, I really like a white mocha. If I'm going to pay $9 million for you to give me a cup of coffee, I want it to be a white mocha. Uh, this could be a challenging question, too. But Oh, gosh. I know. And, and so if you were to look back and say, um, talking to your 18-year-old self. Mm, bless her. What would, the, what would your advice be to your 18-year-old self, knowing what you know now? And that's actually a great question. I'm going to try not to cry to my 18-year-old self. <laughs> no. Uh, it gets so much better. And I think, man, when you think about your teenage years and the really silly things that you worried about and stressed about, and now that I am 13 years into marriage with just an incredible man with two little boys in a town that truly I love so much with the best people surrounding me, it just gets so good. Life gets so good. What is it that you like about Grant County? Um, you know, you've, you've been here nine years, mm-hmm. um, and you've talked about the people. Anything in particular that you can put your no favorites? Just right, <laughs> right. Just what, what are the things that you'd say? Here, here's what I really enjoy about this area. So, I would say for a lot of people who just drive through Marion, it's not going to be like, oh my gosh, this is the most beautiful town I've ever entered. Actually, I would say it is becoming one, though. It's like I've been so impressed with all the different projects that our town is doing to be on the outward beautiful. But what for me keeps me here is like the beauty of the people, which I might I know sounds totally cliche, but I have never, ever met better human beings who are authentic and who work hard for good things to happen. I mean, so myself we like i said earlier are very engaged with our church Um, both my husband and i involved in multiple areas but then also within local community stuff and then now within the recovery community um i'm with people two nights a week either doing a bible study or there's a worship service down at god's house downtown and the depth of relationship i found with people who don't come from the same necessarily like walk of life as I did, weren't given the same opportunities as me. Um, It's so beautiful to see them growing into their best selves and investing back into this community as well, a place that was challenging for them, but now they're growing in in the midst of the place that used to be difficult for them. I don't know, I love it all. It's a really good answer. That's what this whole podcast is based on. So there's that. You can tip me later. Um, I'll get you. Yeah. So one of the things that we also ask, and, and maybe just a different way that 
to, to ask it, but if somebody were driving through Grant County and just had some time to kill, kill, is there anything in particular that you would guide them to and say, you know, if you've got an hour, two hours, three hours, where would you go spend your time? Hmm. Um, is there any place in Grant County that, that you've found that's a fun place to go spend time? Your front porch is one of them. My front porch is mainly my deck. I don't care about the front of my house. It's really a shame. My neighbors are like, geez, what's wrong with her? We got weeds as tall as me. But my deck is beautiful because I built it and I planted a bunch of stuff back there. So my backyard. No, um, We love the Cardinal Greenway. We like to take bike rides there. So the day before school this year, I asked both of my boys, like, what's one thing you want to do today before you go back to school? And one of my kids was like, let's go ride bikes. So we did a two mile bike ride in the flattest state in the world and it was uphill both both miles <laughs> but we what did it wrong with that? I don't uh, so bike riding on the cardinal greenway we love uh i love matter park my grandma used to be a florist and so she loves to come down from a town about 30 minutes from here just to go through the parks because it is truly beautiful they do such an incredible job what else how about, you know, something I haven't heard mentioned yet, but, um, and you may not enjoy this, but spla- the Splash Park, do your kids, are they Splash Park kids? Splash Pad, Splash, splash Park, pad? no, splash the Splash House. house. Splash, house. <laughs> splash Pad is a thing. Yeah, splash, this, the Splash House. The Splash yes. House, yes. We have only been once, and that was a few years ago, and my son didn't know how to swim yet. <laughs> didn't go well. <laughs> because <laughs> mama wasn't getting in that whole bucket area <laughs> like, uh, but no actually we had planned to go this year and then we just did i didn't want to go one time i was like let's get a membership and do this thing and then the summer just didn't happen so 100 percent, they would love it and someday i'll be a great mom who gets them a membership to do <laughs> the splash house but that's not been something we've done a lot so we're almost two years into covid mm-hmm um, how's that impacted your life and how have you tried to cope with everything that entails COVID with kids, yeah. family? So, uh, if you know anything about the Enneagram, um, I'm a seven, which is a person who doesn't like to feel pain or sadness or basically any, any negative feeling at all, which hello, 2020 worst sadness year ever. So I'm a person who, when something difficult is happening, I like pull up my bootstraps, which guys, I don't even wear boots. I don't understand that phrase. I <laughs> pull up my heels and uh, I just make the best of a situation. So 2020, um, thankfully didn't have any family members of our own that were affected by, I mean, like we got COVID pretty early on because we traveled to see family and got it, but didn't experience the, the loss that a lot of families did. So I want to very, very forthright say that. Um, however, it was a hard year navigating. I'm an extreme extrovert. I own a business. My kids are home with me 24 hours a day. And my husband's now home with me too. And we have a wonderful marriage, but when you're all in a home together and trying to navigate expectations that we all have and aren't really being met because life just is not allowing it 
it was really hard, but I didn't know it until my kids went back to school. And my husband actually pushed for them to go back to school after Christmas break. One was homeschooled and the other was online. And I was terrified when they went back to school, but I basically bottomed out in January after they went back to school because I realized I had been holding all of this tension that I didn't even know that I was holding. And so I need to see a therapist. <laughs> I've been given Ed's name by like eight people. Ed and Gary are apparently two two guys. Yeah. I told Ed I'm like I'm not gonna retire until this is really fixed. <laughs> Maybe that's where you're getting it from. No. Okay, really. I mean, but before we get too derailed here. Yeah. <laughs> explode into a fit of giggles. Um, Scott kind of ruined the flow because we usually end the podcast on the question about... Uh, Do you need a therapist? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs a therapist. After the last 45 minutes you've experienced, yes. do you need a therapist? Yeah. Um, we usually end on the, the podcast and TV show question. So instead, you get to answer some would you rathers. Oh, okay, oh, okay. You ready? Yes. Would you rather... Okay, hold oh, on. Always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? Always be 20 minutes early. Easy. Because you are or because you I need that? really am bothered thinking that someone else is inconvenienced by me. So, like, I would rather be inconvenienced for 20 minutes than to think anyone is like, where is she? Right, that's me, too. Uh, would you rather spend a week in the forest or a night in a real haunted house? A week in the forest, for sure. Yeah? Do you like to camp? I actually do. I used to be a rock climber and a repeller. I had my own like rock climbing shoes and was super into that. Never, never used a tent. We just like slept out under the stars, but I know, right? Who'd have thunk it? Okay. Last one. This one could be really deep and and philosophical. Okay. Well, I already said I needed therapy. (laughs) Would you rather have a pause or a rewind button on your life? Oh, wow. That <laughs> is rough. so hard. That one's hard. What do you guys think? Holy cow. Um, I think I would need a pause button because for me, I think all the things in life that have happened to me made me who I am. So even the bad stuff, like I don't want to do it over or do it different. But with a pause button, like I could really soak in the good and mm-hmm. the bad and you know, like process better. So, yeah. But that's because I've had therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see. Let me see Ed and then I'll end up. What about you, Kylie? You always ask these hard questions. Well, I think it's different for people with kids. Like, I feel like you want to like pause like your children's childhood and, you know, they always say mm-hmm. like it flies by or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have kids. I think it would be... So if my options are pause or rewind, I think I would rewind. Just and not to just change to anything, just to live it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every like you said, like everything happened for a reason. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. But you know, it's been pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind living mm-hmm. it again. Mm-hmm. That's good. I wouldn't want to go back to high school though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, rewind, like rewind, point. but only so far. Yeah. All right, Scott. Pause I, or rewind. No, I'd rewind. I, I I would like to go back and adjust some. So you want to go back and change. Yeah, some bad decisions. Um, Now I want to know what those are. Well, (laughs) next week. Next week. We We need to put you in the hot seat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So. I think... 
I'm struggling because I think there are a few key things that like I would for sure go rewind just that moment that I wish I could, you know, big things I wish I could take back. But I now that I told my 18 year old self how good it gets, I just I think I would pause it. I feel like we're in a really great spot. My kids are now fourth grade and first grade. Don't screw that up. Fourth grade and first grade at Kendall Elementary. They love school. Life's just really good right now. So I'd probably pause. Pause and soak it in. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. As as we wrap up, we talked a little bit about this um, beforehand, but I don't know that I know. Where did you go to high school at? I grew up in Kentucky. So I did all my like education. I mean, the bulk of it down in Kentucky. So West Jessman High School, I was and a cult. what's your mascot, a cult? Yeah. What was your <laughs> mascot? You yourself? He yeah, is. Gonna, yeah, so my high school mascot, we were actually in 1986 or 88, ESPN did a survey on the number one mascot in high school in America, or the most and unique. To most not, unique. To not yeah. have. Yeah, you know, the most unique. <laughs> they they unique. gave the type 10, and we were number one. Hey. And it was the so my. High I wish you hadn't court. already told us because I want to want to guess yeah. what it was. I also want to hear it for the first time again. Yeah, yeah. because right. that moment was so yeah. good. So it's the Freeport Pretzels. Uh, Serious. Yeah. And then the, the number three nickname in America was just twenty minutes north. So we're right on the Wisconsin border, and it was a town called Monroe. So y'all are known for having bad bad mascots. Mascots. So so anybody have want to guess that one? Well, here's a little fun fact. The There's tomatoes. actually a college that's not that like towards Chicago yeah. from there. They were the trolls, and they got worse mascot a couple of years ago. So, so you guys right. really so, do so, like breed terrible mascots right. in that region. <laughs> I would say Wisconsin. So. My guess would be the the Monroe cheese curtains. Cheese makers. Oh, cheese makers. They were number three. Mostly. I was going to guess cows. Yeah. So <laughs> put you guys together and you're a tasty treat. Exactly. Hey. Lots of good at eats up there. Um, Abby, thank you so much for being a part Go of Giants. the podcast. And uh, we really have appreciated spending time with you. It has been a pleasure. Um, for those All of you mine. who are listening, we'd love for you guys to, um, to hit... Uh, like on our podcast and to become subscribers. So, because we're going to uh, be dropping, we're going to be dropping one of these every week. So, hey. uh, so anyway, Abby, thank you. It's great to spend time with you. And uh, sorry for my too cold. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Abby. Yeah. Thank you.